0: everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Girlish. My name is Gage, and I'm here with my co-host, Olivia. Hey, everyone. We're back. I just want everyone to know that I could have died last week. Yeah. Um, Girlish would have been... No. Actually, maybe you could have continued (laughs) on The Legacy without me. Uh, Um,
1: Impossible.
0: But... Yeah, if there were just a few little changes in the way that that day worked with the universe, I could have died. So I just want you all to know that. And next time you you're survivor's guilt right now, I you know it's just like I've have I've been having a really hard time lately. Like at work, it's been super hard for me to focus. Yeah, I, I um, completely really get that. And yeah, it's it's been a really crazy week. For me, at least.
1: Honestly, though, like, whenever you... I mean, obviously, we'll get into it. But whenever this event happened, like, this whole thing, for some reason, I was like, this can't be real. Like, there's no way. Literally. Like, How what is are the odds? happening to you? Because, like, you, it was, like, a series of events where it was, like, hey, this just happened. And then you're, like, oh, this happened. And then this happened. And it just kept progressively getting worse, like, the series yeah. of everything. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for you to talk about this because it's been... An interesting few weeks for both of us, but definitely life-threatening for yours. Someone's really out there for you.
0: Honestly, I feel like I'm being targeted. But (laughs) But yes, spill it. I mean, okay. So (laughs) I do want to say happy Thanksgiving for anybody that celebrates. It is in a week or so. So we're getting really getting into the holiday spirit. I wanted to just kind of spread some holiday cheer before I talk about how... I mean, I honestly, I didn't almost die. I'm being a little bit dramatic. I um, <laughs> know. But it is a very serious and scary thing that happened to mm-hmm. me. So basically, a week ago today, last Sunday, I was relaxing in bed with my boyfriend. And we just heard like four really loud pops. And we live right next to the freeway or to a freeway. So... Sometimes people get in a car accident. Sometimes things fall off the car. I was like, oh, it's fine. It's whatever. Um, And then Russell was like, "Did someone just get shot? And I was like, no, no one got shot. Like, we live in Woodland Hills, sweetie. No one's getting shot in this neighborhood. So everything was fine. We kind of forget about it for a couple minutes. And at this point, he was, like, going to go to his basketball game. So he opens the front door to our apartment. And there is a trail of blood leading from the parking garage all the way down the hallway, like drips of blood, like a crime scene. So the cogs are turning at this point. I'm like, I just heard four gunshots, question mark. Did somebody just get shot in our apartment? I'm kind of scared. I didn't hear any sirens or anything. So I didn't want him to go to his basketball game because I was like, Why are you going to leave the apartment if people are getting shot, you know? But I guess to him, it really wasn't that big of a deal. So he went to his basketball game. His friend was picking him up. And when he went outside, there was like four cop cars like speeding down our street that that are just getting here. So apparently something just happened. We don't really know what happened yet, but someone's walking around my apartment bleeding. And there may have potentially just been four gunshots that went off. Somewhat close to me, so he's gone. I'm by myself. I'm having a panic panic attack in my apartment because there's literally a trail of blood down the hallway. And a couple of minutes after he leaves, there's this girl that's like sprinting. Mind you, I'm like in front of my door, just looking through the peephole for an hour straight because I'm nosy, but I'm not gonna go outside because I'm scared. And there's this girl just walking or running down the hallway, screaming and crying. And I'm like, oh no, like, this is not good. Like, I don't know what's going on. And the reason she ran down the hallway is because she was going to go get the police to like take them back to her apartment. So she runs to get the police. There's like 30 police officers running down my hallway. They're on the walkie talkie, like, victim is still conscious, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, okay, this is so scary. So apparently when all is said and done, there was, I guess, a targeted attack in my parking garage. My parking garage is five levels. We park on the second level. The shooting happened on the second level. And the person that got shot lives on my floor. So basically, he was in the parking garage. He got shot. And survived. The people that shot him took off. And I guess he in his mind was like, oh, I just got shot. I I need to go back home and get my girlfriend or get some help or something. So that's why there's a trail of blood in the hallway because he literally walked down the hallway after being shot multiple times. And then we found out the next day. So Russell went into the parking garage the next day and there was like a sheriff's department card on my dashboard. And I was like, oh, they probably just left it on everyone's car because there was a shooting. Maybe they want to see if anybody saw something or whatever. And then he flips the car over and it says my car was literally shot in the trunk. There's a bullet hole in my trunk. And there's probably a bullet in my trunk from that bullet hole. And furthermore, we found out that the car that was, I don't know if it was the car that shot, that was the shooter or the car that got shot at, but it was a black BMW. And a black BMW is the vehicle that parks right next to me. And that car has not been back since everything that happened Sunday. Apparently it was towed. I don't know why it was towed, but just putting context clues together, the person that got shot parks right next to me, and there's the bullet hole i can I can f- show you and let me see if I can find a picture and just like show people watching the video, but it's like directly in the middle of my trunk that's the bullet hole he literally it's in the middle of my trunk, so they were standing like shooting directly behind my car
1: so. I... So while this is happening, I'm getting like live tweets. So on my end of the, the whole thing is you texting me. I think there's gunshots in my apartment to the next text. Oh, there's blood in my hallway. It's <laughs> so like the next text or to the next text. Oh, police officers are running down my hallway. And then to the text of that next morning of, oh, literally my car was shot. It was a part of the crime scene. And that's just what happened with all that. Did you end up going to
0: like the police station We called them. Yeah. We did call them because there was a phone number and they never returned our call. So... Oh, that's annoying. That's kind of fucked up. And I work in insurance. So, like, I'm fully aware of the fact that my... I mean, it's not really that noticeable. So, if I was to file a claim, I'd have to pay my deductible, which the damage probably doesn't even cross my deductible. And that sucks because my apartment's probably not going to do anything... I was like, they should give us free rent for a month because my car literally just got shot or they should pay for the repairs to my car. But I feel like that's like a clause somewhere in my 900 page lease agreement. (laughs) Like they, they probably thought of that to keep themselves free of any responsibility. But yeah, so now I just have a bullet hole in my trunk and I have to live with that. It's kind and... of edgy,
1: though, you know? Like, it gives you um, a little character.
0: I mean, it's like, I, I live the hard that.
1: life. I'm a working class woman in my, alt- or is it a, a Nissan? My <laughs> Nissan
0: Bursa. When I yeah. trade in the car, they're going to be like, what's that? And I'm going to be like, oh, well, um, I was, like, involved in a shooting. But it's no big <laughs> deal. Like, it's fine. It's just a little hole. But, yeah. I love the city of Los Angeles. It's crazy. They it I survived. Survive. So that's Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, he did survive. So you
1: were you were able to find out what the shooting exactly was all about. Like everything was, it was just like a targeted thing towards him. It wasn't like a crazy person just shooting people.
0: Yeah. I get, yeah. So it, it was apparently a targeted attack. So I don't know if everyone knows what the Citizen app is, but it's like an app that you can download. And it has like crime rate, like every all the crime that's happening. So like it'll pop up like person wielding a bat just seen exiting a gas station like four miles away, like things like that. So obviously this popped up because it it was a shooting. It was kind of a major thing. And I had to stop using it at a certain point. I was mostly using it for like to try and get information because a lot of people in our apartment were like, I live here. Like I just saw, I see all these cops, like blah, blah, blah. But then people start commenting. And this was while the LA mayor election was still going on. Like they were still counting votes. And people were like, this is what happens when you vote for Karen Bass, who's like the Democratic representative. This is what happens when you vote Democrat. Like there's shooters everywhere. Like they're so light on. Like I was like, so, first of all, somebody just got shot right. and could have died. But you're you want to say this all happened because of who the governor is? When the police literally just said it was a targeted attack. Like it doesn't matter who the govern governor is, babe that whoever this person obviously pissed someone off and yeah. they're going to get shot like regardless it doesn't fucking matter who was the governor who's the president like that type of minds like <laughs> girl why does it matter like why would you do that
1: it's Somebody like this, that's the most frustrating part is like you're trying to like really just get in like understand everything that's going on and then everyone's being like oh, like, this is the reason or this is the reason. And it's, like, obviously, like, this was a personal attack on someone. Like, Literally. it's, like, this crazy thing. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's – I feel like the – you kind of final destination it. Like, it was on – it was – it hit your car on your floor. I was getting the live tweets. I just felt like there was – There was another step that just slightly missed you and you're like in final destination right now. You know, so
0: the crazy thing is that so Russell's car was in the shop doing maintenance. So he's bit he was driving my car last week during that time. And I don't think he's gonna be upset at me for sharing this. <laughs> but the reason he didn't leave earlier is because he had to take a shit. So he was on the plane. Um, and he was going to leave earlier, but he came back. He was like, "Oh, I I have to poop. Like I need to poop before I leave." And if he would have left 5 minutes earlier, like what could have happened? Like what would, would he okay. have gotten out? Would he have been in the car when it was shot at? Like so I was I honestly started crying when I was started thinking about that last week because it was like really overwhelming and I was like what if you were involved in that because it was so close to us. So yeah. Yeah, that was like the scariest part for me. So it was very final destination like there was just minor things that prevented us from being in the parking garage at that time because we also just got back home like an hour before that from a movie. Like what if we saw the movie a little bit later, or what if we went nice. to dinner after the movie? Like it's just like one little decision that we could have made that could have altered if we were involved in that or not. So. It's just like
1: the craziest thing because like you like right next to it, like the car right next to it, and like that is so wild.
0: Yeah, yeah. I
1: kept. I was like, is the bullet in your car right now?
0: It probably is.
1: Yeah, just and like, I lucid. Feel like
0: I don't want to be the person. You know, like the people when 9-11 happens and they're like, I was at the coffee shop during 9-11 and I saw <laughs> the building. Like, I don't want to be one yeah, of those yeah. people, but I mean, the car was parked right next to me. Like, it, it's scary. for you like, so my, were my you car like car literally at at
1: all? Like on the Citizen app being like, my car got shot.
0: I didn't say anything. Okay, I was kidding. just like looking at it for news. But yeah. So that's how I started my week technically
1: um that's what you get for having karen bass
0: <laughs> yeah i did i texted my manager the next morning i was like hey my car got shot last night so i might be away a few times during the day i wasn't away a few times during the day but i was just like saying that because like there were still cops here so like i was anticipating they would knock on my door and she was like yeah. so concerned she was like do you live in like a bad part oh my god uh, i was like no First of all, no. Like, I mean, a shooting can happen anywhere, but right. that's also another thing. Like, I don't live in an area where this happens often. So, for it to happen inside of my apartment was just crazy. Yeah. Crazy.
1: That is crazy. So,
0: yeah. I'm still here, though. So, <laughs> my car, she's a little, she has some battle scars, mm-hmm. but she is still alive. So, she's, she's thriving. Alive. It could have been much worse. I mean, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like, like honestly, though thank God that it wasn't like it didn't hit any vital part of your car. It was just like a part of your. It was your hood, right, or your trunk. My trunk. Yeah. And so it did, just, I don't
0: think it went through like my seat or anything. Like, there's yeah. like, a hole in my seat. So, that is crazy, yeah. though. Yeah, that's. But, yeah. That just, like, fun thing. What a
1: good way to start the fall, you know? You're really getting into the spooky season.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, spooky season was a little bit late this yeah, year. It was true. maybe a month late, um, but nonetheless, it still came in. That is,
1: I like don't even know what I would do if that happened to me. Because, like you, I would probably like make a big deal with the apartment complex because I feel like someone's in the fall, Obviously, the shooter, but like the whole situation is just like really messed up. Like insurance yeah. is always hard to deal with, and I do think you are deserved a month of rent. For that.
0: I mean, I think I deserve a month <laughs> of rent and a new car. Period.
1: But I mean I did um care. did they release a statement? You're you're
0: oh my god. <laughs> so the funniest thing <laughs> is that like the next morning, this probably wasn't on purpose, but my apartment release like the first email that they sent us the next morning was like a trivia question. They're like, Do you know the answer to this trivia question? And I was like, <laughs> maybe you guys should have i don't know like maybe not send that out the next morning right but they did send us an email they were like the police aren't telling us much information which i think is a lie because we also have security cameras inside the parking lot so obviously you knew what happened right um and then they were like this is a targeted this seems to be a targeted attack so we don't believe there's any imminent threat to the residents now from now on. And I was like, okay, well, the person that got shot is still alive and still lives in this apartment. So what if they come back and finish the job? Like that seems kind of like an imminent threat to me. But, oh yeah. Yeah. So that's what they said. But
1: also <laughs> is the blood still on the floor? Has it no, been cleaned up? But okay. this
0: fucked up thing is that it was there all night. They didn't clean it until Monday morning. So oh, my God. Yeah, I, everybody that was walking down the hallway, they were like, "like Why is why is there blood?" Like everyone was so concerned. Yeah, for rightful reasons. Right. That is so, so yeah. crazy. That was like really. Cool. I love you, living
1: in Final Destination.
0: I've never even heard gunshots before, so that's something I can like cross off my bucket list: um, hearing <laughs> gunshots and then having your car shot at.
1: You, it just sur- you survived immortal. an American, an average yeah. American day. Honestly, it's
0: honestly just another day in America, really. Right. Nothing crazy. Exactly.
1: But that is so crazy. I'm happy that you're okay, obviously. Me too. Um, the whole series of events, though, you couldn't like, I felt like it, it felt like a movie, right? It felt like a whole TV show of just like events that just kept progressively like you just were somehow involved in this scenario more and more. And I was like, this is like insane to me. (laughs)
0: I don't really know what just happened.
1: (laughs) If you guys are listening right now, Jordan, her cat, was just right behind her on um, the the cat tower and just knocked down one of your records.
0: (laughs) Oh, period. That's great. I just watched the awe that
1: happened. That's so funny.
0: That's great. Okay. Thanks, Jordan. Cool.
1: She's redecorating. (laughs)
0: <laughs> she's got a lot of love to give speaking of love i want to take this in a more positive <laughs> direction please so what have you been up to anything crazy? Oh, um,
1: anything? i'm trying to th- you know we're sitting down thinking i'm like what has been going on in my life because i i feel like i haven't really been living lately like nothing really has been going on i've been doing a lot of homework because i'm in school so I'm watching Jordan right now again. <laughs> like, okay. This is the best content, honestly. When you
0: have a cat, you think, like, what are the odds that they'll, like, grab something that's hanging on the wall? And there there you go. There's your answer. So. Just, yeah. I'm ready for it and knock <laughs> the other one now. I'm going to scream. I literally put them up yesterday. I'm going to
1: has she ever done that before?
0: No, that's the thing. Like, I've had these up for two years and she decides to do that now.
1: That's really funny. Um, but yeah, so I guess, yeah, I haven't really been doing much. I have, I've been in school, as you guys may know, because I say it all the time. i am in grad school and it's been kind of hell to deal with, just all the schoolwork. This semester is a lot more fun because I'm actually like doing a lot of creative stuff. So I've been video editing, video animating. I've been doing like website design and stuff. Uh, my my degree is in educational technology, so I'm doing a lot of like background things on like different mediums to create educational content. So the work has been this this uh, semester. Uh, it's been it's been okay. It's been fun. I definitely been learning a lot but it definitely takes like the life out of me. I've spent like on the like HTML, CSS type of assignments I've had. I spent like probably upwards to 10 hours, um, 10 to 12 hours a week or something. It was like crazy, but I wanted it. To, I want to make it look the best that I can. I was like, I'm going to make this look so good. So yeah, I've, I've been, I've been struggling, but <sighs> that's cool. In my crazy head, I want, I want I want to doctor it. So I'm, like, after this, I should, like, keep going to school. But I'm also, Mm. like, I can't. I need to, like, stop myself.
0: Yeah. You need a break. I mean, you maybe in the future. But I do think you need a break. You have so many things going on.
1: Yeah. I think it's also unreasonable because um, I don't know if you guys understand or know, like, the United States schooling prices. But a year of school at the University of Florida um, grad school, my program specifically is $9,000 a year. So that's um, six classes a year and um, $1,500 a class. And it is not great. So every four months I have to drop three $3,000. So I don't recommend it if you can't afford it. But I love me some student loans and I hope that Joe Biden can just get rid of them all. <laughs> and you love being an
0: educated girl period
1: yeah i genuinely i i like education i like school i always i want everyone to like if they are passionate about something you know you live one life learn it like do what you can to like learn the thing that you want to learn um i've been getting really into like this uh web design class that i'm like maybe i should you know learn more about that so i think that's kind of like on my bucket list for things that i want to learn more in the future and then I'll push for but it does come at a price when you put so much on your plate you kind of find yourself drowning and I think last week we ended up missing last week I kind of fell in that trap of like I had so much to do and you get into this point where you're like what is my head like I can't even like function right now I have so much to do and I don't even know where to start and I don't know if anyone has ever felt that way where you just have like a massive plate and you're you just like can't even start because you don't even know where to start. So I've been like every day now I've been writing myself to-do lists just so I can look at something and be like, okay, I'm going to do this first and then check it off. Because if I don't do that, I kind of like fall in this trap of um, I I can't do anything. I'm immobilized by my like anxiety over having to do something, whether that's because I also work a full-time job and do girlish. And so like the whole process, it like takes up a lot of time and um, I'm just trying to find a way to like balance everything. So it's been a fun little few, few months now. Um, and this is only my first semester of grad school, so I can only imagine how much worse it's going to get, but here we are.
0: <laughs> I will say, despite how stressed and probably overworked you are, your skin looks amazing. Oh, thank you. It's glowing. Yeah like it's crazy to me so is
1: yours we've been we've been talking a lot about it we've been obsessed with skincare lately
0: no Um, we actually have
1: yeah it's like it's crazy that we both kind of fell into it at the same time because um I guess we can kind of both tell our stories about this like whole skincare like thing that we've been going through but um I was watching a podcast and um, I, had, I was just sitting there just kind of like watching it and they had an ad for this like skincare brand. And so while they were doing this ad, I, I don't typically look stuff up like on ads, I just kind of ignore it, but this was the first time they did the ad. So I was like, what is this? And like the the, the people that were doing it were like, I know actually like I actually use this and it's like super good. So I looked into the skincare brand and I was like, oh, this is pretty cheap. Like, like I, I can see myself like doing this and like, what if it's like good for my skin? And a lot of all this stuff just kind of fell into place because I have the new iPhone and the front facing cameras are like the worst thing now. They like bump the clarity or something because you can see like every single pore, every single little hair on your face. And so when I take a picture of myself close up, I was like shocked. I was like, I saw so many pores. I saw so many like like blackheads. And I was like, I need to like change this immediately. I immediately bought like those like nose pore strips or whatever, and I put strips on. And I bought that brand's um, skincare, which is the Ordinary, as the name of the skincare brand. And so now I have like a bunch of products, and I've been like really taking my time every day, washing, cleansing, putting um, serums on my face, moisturizing. I'm like doing the whole thing because I'm like I need to have like the best routine, and I need my skin to look the absolute best. So, like, my whole – I've been so, like, anal about it because I'm, like, I, I like – I need to, like, look not like I'm dying, like,
0: 24-7. Yeah. I feel like that, too. I think – I mean, especially me working through the week, I might be – this is horrible, but, like, when I sit down to work, I really don't get up. I do take my lunch, but I work through pretty much the entire day because if i don't i'm going to fall behind like that's just kind of how my job works it's very fast paced if i'm not on top of things if i take a break for 20 minutes that's like five missed calls that i have to return at the end of the day so for me i'm planted in my seat all day and then when i'm done working i don't want to do anything obviously because i'm so tired i'm so exhausted and i'm not i've noticed i haven't been taking the best care of myself sometimes when I'm working if it's a really busy day I don't even really eat like I have a very small snack I drink water but I don't eat which is bad and then like I don't wash my face and that's something that I used to do all the time so I figured I should start getting back into that just because I was looking really tired and I felt like my skin just looked like shit all the time and it was kind of embarrassing And I felt like I needed to put makeup on and I don't like putting makeup on. I just like having nice skin. And I (laughs) fell victim to a lot of TikTok ads, to be honest, because like anytime you put something into the universe, like, oh, maybe I want to start caring more about my skin. You just say skin one time and your entire For You page is skincare. And I fell victim to some of that. So at first it's just been like, like a downhill slope for me. Like I purchased this cleanser and then the same brand has this like mud mask or clay mask that you're supposed to use three times a week. It's supposed to brighten your skin and even your complexion and everything. So I bought that. And then we've been talking a lot about skincare. So I ended up buying a moisturizer from, I think it's the same moisturizer that you use. So we have the same moisturizer. And then I bought this like salicylic, acid toner to put on my skin too. So now I have like a completely new skincare lineup than I did before. And yeah, it just feels good like to wake up in the morning and you go to the bathroom or whatever and you wash your face and your skin looks nice. You don't have bags under your eyes and you don't look all crusty and scary. It's just... It does a lot for your self-confidence and for me at least it makes me feel more comfortable going out like, oh, I don't have to put makeup on because my skin looks really good today and I don't have any dark circles or I don't have any pimples and my skin looks nice and glowy. So yeah. Yeah, it's also
1: nice to like feel your face after you wash it and just be like, oh wow, like my face is a lot more
0: smooth.
1: I feel like I feel just like put together. Yeah, I also got the, I got a salicylic acid, um, And it's just, like, it's just nice. It's, like, it gives me, like, a nice, like, I don't know. I just feel, like, refreshed when I put it on. And I also got, like, a caffeine sort of um, uh, serum that I put under my eyes to hopefully try and make me look more awake. Because I'm running off of, like, five hours a night. Um, So, I'm really trying to, like, yeah, because I work East Coast times. So, I'm up at, like, 545. So, I'm trying to, like, look more awake, look like I'm surviving and um so i have that i also got this like i forget what it's called but it's a serum for your eyebrows and your eyelashes like a growth serum uh, i think so it's something like that it's um i forget what it's called Um, it might be called a growth serum but uh so far it's been great i love it so yeah i've just been trying to like really invest in the time that i'm putting into it um i really liked oil blade oil-based cleansers it's, like, really nice. It's the first time I've ever, like, had one. Typically, the cleansers I use are very soapy. You put it on your face. Uh, but, like, these ones, you just you, – you, like, warm it up in your hands, and then you just put the oil on your face and then wash it off. And, like, honestly, I really like it. It doesn't leave my face feeling super tacky, and I'm just, like, I in love with them it. them, too. Do you have dry yeah. skin normally? Uh, yes, pretty much. I feel like
0: that it works better with dry skin because it, they're – I mean, with the soapy ones, I just feel really dry unless I put moisturizer on right after it. But with like an oil or like a milk cleanser, I just feel like I'm not. My face isn't cracking, and I need to like yeah, add hydration immediately.
1: I yeah, completely. Um, every time now that it's getting cold, uh, my skin dries out so so quick. So I, I'm I'm happy that I'm actually trying to spend time making myself feel better about myself because honestly it's been really rough. Um, just being at school all the time, you're, I'm not able to like really enjoy myself or feel good in myself because I don't really go anywhere. I'm just kind of in my school. I feel like all oh, my clothes are pretty old. I don't really have any new clothes. My hair is always up because I'm just, there's no reason for it to like be down. I've been getting electrolysis done. So my face is always feels super sore. Um, I've been like dealing with my tooth surgery. So like I've been having like a weird like issues with my mouth. So I just have not been feeling good about myself. So but just taking like one thing and just having your one thing for your self-care and just having it be a routine, it just like makes me just like want to do more. It makes me want to like invest in myself more. So I'm really trying to like take time in the day to like really take care of myself and clean myself or do something for myself. Emily and I have been getting into like foot masks that we've been doing recently. Oh my god, I need to do that. Yeah, they're like actually really nice. Um, I have like notoriously like this is kind of gross, but I my feet get pretty dry. And my skin just gets dry in general, and so um, and a lot I used to run all the time, so that was like a reason why. Um, but yeah, Emily ended up getting me like a peel foot mask. And um, it, like, makes your feet peel. And I thought it was just a moisturizing mask. And she just, like, put it on me. She was, like, doing it all for me. <laughs> and then it was when I took it off. She was like, oh, yeah, it was a peeling one. And I was like, you're joking. So for the next, like, two weeks afterwards, my feet were just, like, like literally I would wake up. And on the bed, like, where my feet were, it, it looked like like you had just skinned someone alive. Like, it was like a cheese grater had just, like graded like my feet i mean yeah i mean ultimately like we ended up like like after i was able to like clean it all up and put moisturizer in the end my feet are like so soft and so there's no better
0: feeling in the world than getting into bed with moisturized feet and having them just like glide around oh yeah in your bed as opposed to like when they're dry and they're like scraping
1: against everything (laughs) We just ended up getting like a new moist uh, foot moisturizer type thing cuz we had one called Healthy Feet. It like comes in a little balm and that was like really sticky. But like this new moisturizer we have, like every night when I go to bed, I just I'm like walking on my like, carpet and I'm like sliding and like and like and it's like really funny. But yeah, so <laughs> it's been nice to just like take care of myself. Really just soak it in.
0: Yeah. The moral of the story is to take care of your feet <laughs> and your <Take> face. <laughs> exactly
1: but yeah has there anything uh else that's been going on with you what's what's your what's your life been like
0: um yeah so I guess I can talk about it we did go to dinner on Friday and so I got a bonus on Friday from my job and Russell's getting a raise So we were like, hey, let's go, let's go to a nice dinner. And we found this restaurant called Pasta Bar in LA, it's a Michelin star restaurant. I knew going into it that the price was $175 per person. So I was like, okay, obviously, this is like a little fancy restaurant, it's gonna be a little expensive. Um, you know, that's just what it is, but it's fine because I got my bonus and we're celebrating because he got a raise. So we go, and if anyone's ever never been to a Michelin star restaurant before, basically, or at least the ones that I've been to, like you, it's really intimate. There's only like eight people in, in the restaurant at a time, and you get to like see the chefs preparing the food, and then they serve you like 10 courses. They're all pretty small, but you are full at the end. Um, and like they they serve you the course, they have conversation with you. They answer any questions, like if you have questions about how they made the food or like what ingredients are in there. And they just kind of explain the whole process and everything. So it's a really cool experience. Um, and so when we sat down, there was a sommelier that is in charge of the wine, and he was like, "Do you guys want the standard pairing tonight, or how would you like to do the wine?" and In my head, I was like, oh, the wine must be included in the dinner. Like, it's part of the experience, right? Um, So we were like, we'll just have the standard wine pairing. So like I said, there's 11 courses. They didn't give us wine for like the first three. But every other course that comes out, there's a new glass of wine. It's not like a full glass full to the brim. It's maybe like this much, like a couple sips or so. But... Yeah. you ha- I feel like there's a pressure because the food is so small and everyone just like picks it up and eats it. And then they take the plate away like within a minute. So I felt the pressure to like eat, which was like not a problem for me. But I also felt like I needed to finish every glass of wine before the next course came out because I don't want 53 glasses of wine on my table at the end of the night because I can't finish it all. So I was just like downing all the wines and like Halfway through, you know it starts to kick in, I was like, "Oh, um, like I don't know if I can keep downing all of these wines this quickly because I'm gonna pass out and I'm not gonna be able <laughs> to finish this meal, but it was really good. All of the food was amazing, like it was nothing that I would typically eat. I kind of am a picky eater, so we had like a lot of crazy food combinations and I feel like when you go, you kind of have to get rid of any expectations you have and trust that the chef will put the flavors together in a good way, which they, they were able to do. But yeah, we we finished the meal and then like the bill came and <laughs> I almost had a stroke. I truly did. I was, that's probably the most expensive thing. Meal? Not even meal. Just like, actually, I have purchase something more expensive all at once but definitely the most expensive meal that I will ever have in my entire life like it's a a fun experience but I don't think I would be like oh I want to go to a Michelin star restaurant and spend an iPhone's worth of money on (laughs) dinner so so was the wine not included no so the wine wasn't included the wine was an additional 135 dollars Oh, my per God. Person, per which, person. honestly, like, for, for the value, it's yeah. good. But, like, in addition to what we were already paying, like, the 20% service charge on top of, like, $175 per person for the meal and then the tax, it just was, like, a, a combination of things. Luckily, I was, like, tipsy, so it, it I didn't get as, like, freaked out as I would have. But, Yeah. That was an experience.
1: You're going to love that because you're going to go watch the movie The Menu. And I yeah. think you're going to, you and Russell are going to really enjoy the movie.
0: I like that's the, kind of the experience that we had. But maybe yeah. more extravagant.
1: Yeah, you're going to see. Watch whenever, because uh, whenever I was watch I watched it and I like had left. And then you had t- told me that you had just had dinner that night. And um, it was crazy because of just like. The whole, like, the whole like chef culture and like the the cooking culture, it's like a whole thing, and it's a whole extravagant thing of like eating at like this high end place, and so I think you're gonna resonate with a lot of like the sommelier and like the whole like yes yeah. chef type mentality. So I'm excited for you. The movie is really good too. I highly I'm recommend excited. That.
0: Yeah, it, I definitely recommend like going to a michelin star restaurant it's a nice experience that was our third one and by far like the most expensive we went to one that was for sushi and then another pasta one which i'm not gonna lie it was i liked it more and it was like half the price so yeah i i would say really thoroughly do your research (laughs) for your pasta Um, one
1: was there like weird meat on it
0: so the funny thing is there was only like two dishes that actually had pasta. Like there was one with gnocchi and one that was like a a lobster. Or actually it was like a dungeness crab ravioli. Mm-hmm. But there was some weird shit in there. Like the first thing that they served us was like this duck liver pate with like strawberry puree. Honestly, Absolutely it was not. it was so fucking good. Like it was one of my favorite things and I I don't even like duck. So liver, duck liver I was like, no, absolutely not. But I, I just sucked it up and I ate it, and it was fucking good. So, I don't eat my friends. <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah, but, but I it fun. makes me sad. Still, <laughs> before I eat, I'm like, this is an animal, and then I'm like, okay. <laughs> anyway. now I was telling you beforehand,
1: or I was asking you. I was like, okay, so I'm a vegetarian. How do I exist in this culture of Michelin star? sort of restaurants like where what does that look like for someone that's a vegetarian and you said there are vegetarian options
0: yeah they they asked us before we came like do you have any dietary restrictions is anybody a vegan or vegetarian and they will alter the recipe to accommodate you so that's cool. you, you can still go um, and i'm sure there's probably michelin star restaurants that are meat they don't serve meat or like something else so yeah you can still go
1: yeah okay but then i'll have to i'll have to try it it's funny because like like you i'm a very picky eater so i'm worried that like what if i drop all this money and then like what if i hate it like i'm i'm such like a i grew up on mcdonald's you know i remember being a kid and i remember saying when i grow up my kids are gonna have um only the dollar menu because you get so much food and it's so (laughs) cheap i like that always sticks with me because i remember saying it and um i just feel like i have that mentality you know
0: I feel I feel like that too. Whenever I spend – I have this weird relationship with money. Like, certain things I can spend money on and it's, like, gratifying to me. But other things, I think about it for weeks. I'm like, I just Same. spent this much money on dinner two weeks ago. If I didn't spend that much on dinner, I could have bought myself, like, a nice pair of shoes or something. Like, I always go right. back and think about the consequences of my actions. So – I feel like that's something I need to just get over. Like, you're fine. I'm I'm trying to tell myself, like, that I I got a bonus. So technically, this isn't really setting me back anything because this was, like, extra money that I got. It's It's not, like, affecting my rent or anything. Yeah. I'm just, like, really feeding into the capitalist society.
1: Yeah. I mean, you make money to spend money. Like, you're not supposed to, like... I mean, I guess, obviously, like, you... would. I guess people like to save for things, but... You have to eat, and so... You have to live. That I, yeah, the things I'll never feel bad about spending money is grocery store shopping. I have to buy groceries. I need groceries at home. And if it comes to eating out every once in a while, unless it, like, adds up, then I, I don't really feel... I try not to feel guilty about it, because I'm like, you have to eat. Like, food is, like, food is food, and food is good. But speaking of food, last night, I think I finally mastered the perfect fried tofu... Cause I've been trying so hard, oh, yeah. to like, get that? it, like, to get it down to be like the perfect fried tofu. Because, are you a fan of tofu? Do you like it? Or are you just, are you not into it? Um,
0: I'm not. I don't hate it, but if it's not like, oh, I love tofu. Like, I'm gonna order it. Uh-huh. It's just like there, you know. Growing up, it always got a bad
1: rap. I think people like hate it vegetarians. Did. So, like, I they were. I remember I used to watch Teen Titans. And uh, Beast Boy ate, like, nothing but tofu. He's a vegetarian. And I remember they were like, that's so gross. And in my head, I always thought of it as, like, this weird, spongy, gross thing, which it kind of is unless you cook it right. And so I've been practicing for, like, months, just, like, or no, the past, like, year since living in Washington, trying to make the perfect fried tofu because I really, like, I wanted to just, I wanted to be, like, what I taste when I go to like a fancy restaurant and get like a fried tofu plate. And so I've been like really working hard to make it taste just like it. And so I've been practicing by making chicken sandwiches, like fake chicken tofu sandwiches. And um, every time I make it, I always alter the recipe a little bit. So I've like in the past, you know, I used, uh, you have to like like let the tofu marinate. You have to like freeze a tofu, unfreeze it, freeze it again, unfreeze it. So it gets a spongy consistency. Then you have to like boil some like water with like bouillon. I was using vegetable bouillon and um, along with like this like liquid smoke type thing. And then like let the tofu sit in that overnight to like really like like, marinate into it. And then the next day you have to make like your dry rub and then your wet mixture. And then you have to like, Like, did the whole prep for it. And it's, like, honestly, the whole thing probably takes, like, a few hours to, like, no, maybe, like, an hour, hour and a half to, like, make the whole thing. So just over, like, the the past, like, year, I've been, like, messing with, like, okay, I I use the vegetable bouillon. But finally, I bought, like, a fake chicken one online. So I was able to, like, have a chicken flavoring to it. And I was using canola oil. And now I switched over to vegetable oil because we finally bought it and had it. And, like, just everything just came out perfect. And, like, I finally made the perfect fried tofu. And I'm so proud of it. I still have have leftovers
0: later today. I will. I think you would like it, too. I I like fried tofu. I feel like if it's, like, straight out of the little container and it's all, like, (laughs) spongy and goopy, like, that's – to me, that's, like, what I think of. But if it's fried, honestly, what is not good fried? Right. Exactly. like – so, I genuinely, it was really good. Um,
1: I tried making, like, a, a tofu dough and making, like, little sort of gnocchi, like, tofu Ooh, balls. That sounds good. They, they came out when I was eating it, though. It just kind of you, – you're expecting, like, a potato-y taste, but it's tofu. So, yeah. you're not really getting that, like – so, I just overall didn't like it. But um, this specific fried tofu, I finally got down. And shout out to, I watched, you know, Jen and Julian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Julian um, has like a fried tofu, like walkthrough where he makes his like chicken fried tofu. And that's what I followed. And um, it was great. Happy about it.
0: That sounds so good. But yeah. Tofu master.
1: (laughs) Now that we've been talking for forever, I do (laughs) want to (laughs) shine. I want to talk about like some topics before that we haven't touched upon that we can probably just quickly go through but there has been some pop culture things that have been going on that we've been wanting to talk to you for a while. So I'm not sure if you want to introduce any or if, what do you have in mind? Pop
0: yeah. So I guess what I really wanted to talk about last week was Miss Nikita Dragon. Um, she did get arrested last week in Miami I'm sure most of you probably have heard the story. It was, like, all over the place. But I guess she was being rowdy at a Miami hotel and ended up splashing police officers with a water bottle, like an open cap water bottle. So she was arrested. And I guess the biggest thing out of this story and this whole ordeal is that there was a video that was released of her talking to a judge, and she asked the judge if it was even necessary for her to be placed in the men's unit or if she could please get out of the men's unit. And the judge was like, Oh, well, I don't, I I don't make the rules, but I can see what I can do, whatever. And regardless of the crime, to me, at least, I don't think trans women. And I think most people should agree with me that trans women should not be placed in a men's prison. I feel like that is a really big safety issue and, a lot of the TikTok comments or a lot of the Instagram comments were really fucked up because I personally don't, I don't love Nikita. I really don't. I think a lot of the things that she does is problematic and maybe she did kind of deserve a reality check. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to say that she deserved to go into a men's prison. I don't think she deserves to be put in that type of danger. Looking the way that she does being put into a men's prison is very dangerous. Like, Anything could happen to her. So that was the biggest takeaway for me. It was really fucked up to see the people saying, like, oh, well, if you don't want to go into a men's prison, then don't commit a crime. Or that's how it has to be. Like, you were born a man, you're going to a man's prison, blah, blah, blah. Like a, a bunch of transphobic comments. So that was really fucked up to see. It made me really upset because, like I said, at the end of the day, you don't have to like somebody, but you have to be able to remove your personal feelings from someone if like there's blatant transphobia happening and that's what happened last week with nikita so i i hope she's okay i hope she's doing better she has been released but that was it was really fucked up and shitty that you know she's probably one of the most notable trans women in the world potentially at least on social media and you would think that she has i mean she does have supporters but there are also people that will, at the jump of a gun, come and like invalidate her gender identity for something like this. So that sucks.
1: Yeah, I think um, you know, depend. Like, obviously, no matter the crime of anyone commits, you should never um, stoop to the level of misgendering someone. Stoop to the level of putting that person in harm. I think you know. I think Nikita has dealt with her her mental. Um, health for a while. I know that she um had something like I think a year ago or a year or two ago, where she I uh, was staying at a place to kind of help her with the, her mental health. So I'm I'm aware that that I know, and I, I know a lot of people are that she's kind of just been dealing with things over the past few years. So my heart is really with her, and and I get that. Like you, like I'm not a huge supporter of Nikita. I know that she's done things where I don't fully understand or accept or. Uh, just agree with. But for the most part, like I, I do, uh, I do feel so much empathy for her in this situation. Um, just seeing her on the call with the judge and then just asking the judge if she could just be in a place where she feels comfortable. It was like really gross. And I know that the police said that she wasn't kept in a male's men unit, um, that she was kept by herself. But I don't know how much I believe the police officer over a trans woman who is obviously in distress talking with the judge. So um, and regardless, even if she was by herself in a men's unit, she was still in a men's unit. She was still in a section of a of a jail where they keep men. So I do find that very just like heartbreaking. And so it is really, really sad. She obviously deserves more respect than that. And I just think it's funny that, <laughs> that like um, she was arrested for like us like assaulting a, a cop, right? Or something yeah. that was like what it was, mm. and like, like, sure, like she was. I think evidently she was allegedly naked and like walking around like the pool naked or whatever. But like the cops <laughs> arrest her because they th- she threw a water bottle at them, and I just think that's the funniest thing.
0: She didn't so, even yeah. throw the water bottle, it was she was just like that, and then water came out of it and oh got on them so. Yeah, and they, they did release a statement claiming that she wasn't in a men's prison, and they were like, we value transgender people, blah, blah, blah. We take our precautions to make sure that they're safe, and people did believe them, and that kind of led to further issues with the whole situation, just because people were like, oh, well, now she's lying. She didn't even go into a men's prison. She's lying about going there, like, Blah, blah, blah. This is all for attention. And at the end of the day, we don't really, we will never know what happened inside the prison, but it's just fucked up to like try and find justification to why she should be in the men's unit. Like she, she shouldn't be in the men's unit, regardless. And I think that's what people are not really going to understand. And they don't really have the capacity to put those things together just because they, they just see, oh, you were born as a male men's unit, that's where you belong. And that's a fucked up. That's a fucked up thing to see that so many people share that ideology. It's scary. And also,
1: it doesn't shock me, though, either because she was in, like, Florida. And I yeah, don't know. me too. Florida's Florida is kind of, <laughs> I mean, you know, so better than maybe. anybody that
0: they... Yeah. How they act Just, like, hearing yeah.
1: stories like that, though, it makes me so scared to ever just, like, want to go there again. Like... Florida is it's it's, it's, an, it's its own beast with a bunch of crazies and I don't doubt uh, something like that happening to her which is super unfortunate but yeah so that story obviously it breaks my heart a little bit I, I do hope that whatever comes out of this you know she can feel comfort um and you know this can resolve really easily but I think she's uh, said to appear in court December 7th. So I think that's probably going to be the next step into seeing, like, what the charge is going to be. But if it was, like, water, like, that's the most frustrating part. I'm like, the cops are such babies. Like, like, just get over yourself. Like, it's not, I don't know. It just really stresses me out. Like, you could have, like, I don't know. I'm just, now I'm just being, like, upset for no reason. But I just think that the whole idea of her, like, them getting water spilled on them, that's, like, assault. And I just, I hate that. So,
0: speaking of trannies committing crimes, oh my God. The next one. <laughs> see, this is, this was the one that pisses me off the most because, like I said, Tranny's committing crime. Miss Caitlyn Jenner, I don't think anyone has forgotten that she literally killed somebody in a car accident <laughs> and nothing happened out of it. So, you're telling me she can kill someone? in a car crash, but Nikita gets put in jail for seven droplets of water. Right. That's a little interesting to me. Same. But, yeah, so like Nikita and Caitlyn, they're like like I said, the most notable trans women. I feel like if someone is asked to name a trans person, they would likely name either of them. Mm -hmm. And Caitlyn, this was a couple weeks ago, I think a week and a half ago at this point, But she came after the queen, Miss Dylan Mulvaney, on Twitter. And if you don't know who Dylan is, she is also pretty notable on TikTok. I think she has, like, 8 million followers at this point. And she's been, like, documenting her transition. She has her series, like, Days of Girlhood, where she uploads a video, like, every day and talks about her experiences being a woman and everything. And there was one video that she made that was... Basically talking about how she has to come to the terms, come to terms with the fact that she does not have bottom surgery yet. So, you know, certain bottoms or certain pants or shorts or bikinis that she puts on, she is going to have to put either tuck or you know, it's gonna look different, obviously, because the genitalia is different than what a cis woman would have. That's pretty much the basis of her her video. is just like to normalize like, hey, it's okay that I still don't have bottom surgery yet. I, I'm i not going to let this like embarrass me. I'm just going to embrace it because that's who I am, blah, blah, blah. But for some reason, Caitlyn Jenner took this as like her being a predator and went on this like Twitter spree, just like completely tearing her apart and also misgendering her. Like Tell me how you're a trans woman and you misgender another trans woman on purpose when you clearly know what her pronouns are.
1: And it infuriates me because Caitlyn Jenner was like named like woman of the year. She was praised yeah. for being trans. She was like given all this attention to have all this money, to be able to do all this stuff, to be able to just literally kill someone and everyone forget about it. She was like praised. About of being this like this this like trans woman that was so brave, and like to go and then to target an innocent tra- another trans woman who's just trying to like bring more attention to the trans community, do something positive in the world. Dylan Mulvaney is the least like the least intimidating person, the least disgusting person. Like they're just like a a, a woman, and she's just trying to express herself, live her life, and give the trans community a whole like, um, normalization that I think is really, really positive overall spread like a really like positive approach of the transitioning process. And even down to the video that you're talking about, where she was talking about talking and talking about like, you know, what it is to be trans and not to have surgery and to just like, be comfortable with yourself, like no matter what. And it just overall was spreading, like, really, really great positivity. But even, like, now, after all this happened, she, like, addressed that video and said that, you know, maybe I would have said things differently, um, how I feel now. And I think that's a whole part of the transitioning process is us growing, us understanding ourselves, us talking about certain things. And to, like, use that against her was, like, really disgusting. And the fact that Caitlyn Jenner had the audacity to misgender her and then to, like it almost feels like I'm in like an insane, an insane world where like Tatlin doesn't think that she's trans. Like she genuinely thinks that she's like this white woman and she is. And that's what she will always be. Number one is just a white woman. But like, she just truly doesn't, she doesn't think that she's trans and it's crazy because she'll go and she'll say things like defending these conservative people that don't even want her to exist. Um, yeah what was she she was i'm trying to pull up the tweet but she was responding to like a conservative i think it was a politician saying like um thank you for speaking out and having a backbone one of the best senators we have let's not normalize any of what this person is doing this is absurdity calling another trans woman an absurdity is like so like bitch you killed someone Like, you look like that. You're the absurdity. Like, I'm sorry. Excuse me.
0: It pisses me off. So I am very, this is for you, Caitlin. You're not listening to this because you probably, like, listen to other podcasts. But (laughs) I (laughs) I'm so disappointed in her because when she came out, she was honestly, like, I was so inspired by her. Like, she was woman of the year. I Am Kate came out, her TV show and that tv show is really like special to me because i watched it with my mom like that was when i was first coming out and we watched it together because she was surrounded by like eight trans women that were helping her on this journey like she was making mistakes she was saying things that were incorrect and they were there to help her and support her and tell her like hey like that's that's incorrect like you're not supposed to say that blah 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 they taught her how to exist they gave her a makeover like they're probably the reason why she looks the way that she does now. Like they referred her to all of their surgeons. They did everything for her. And then she decided she just didn't want to let go of being a Republican. And that's kind of where everything went off the rails. And I think the fact that she was so public with her transition at the very beginning and was like, I'm still learning. This is my new journey. Yet Dylan is doing the exact same thing. And maybe some of the stuff that she said, was a little incorrect, or sometimes maybe her content, to be honest, maybe it is a little bit cringy, or maybe she does say something that's a little off the cuff, but she hasn't even been transitioning for a year. So we all made mistakes. We called ourselves transgendered at one point and used the wrong terminology. Like we we make <laughs> mistakes. You you can't hang somebody for making a mistake that early on. And The tweet that really pisses me off is Caitlin said there's a difference between acceptance and tolerance and normalizing, exposing your genitals in a public way and public place. I do not support that at all in the slightest. Dylan, congrats. You're trans with a penis. Like, we already have to fight so many battles with people trying to accuse trans people of being pedophiles and going into women's restrooms and taking pictures of people and being creepy. And she's furthering that narrative, like a a trans woman that is part of the community that you are vilifying. You're furthering that narrative to people that don't care. Like they don't care about you. They really don't. And she is so stuck in this mentality that like, just because she is who she is, that she's not trans anymore. Like people don't see that part of her. Like she's just a normal old white bitch with privilege and money. Like just
1: it's so infuriating. Like it, it it truly just is like it's so heartbreaking because, you know, in another timeline, Caitlin Jenner could have been an icon.
0: No, uh, truly.
1: Like a woman that like really was the like did a lot for the trans community. Yeah. That um, was like kind of like an awakening for a lot of people even, or like a, a tool for normalization. Like for you, it helped you with your parents just kind of watch something to normalize mm-hmm. it. Um, but, you know, in this reality, uh, obviously that's not the case because Caitlin decides to be continues to be a bigot. She's been a, con- a continuous devout Republican, even through everything, even when people don't even agree who she is, people that would literally misgender her to her face she chooses them over the people that are willing to accept her, willing to like you know be there for her but she chooses her pocket over her 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 gender identity and I think that's what's the grossest thing to me and so yeah I don't know don't go after Dylan like literally not like not any trans woman but especially Dylan like you don't do that and, like, it's heartbreaking because Dylan is the most, like, purest soul on TikTok. And, like, yeah. genuinely when I, when I pass, you know, through all my TikToks and every time that she comes up, I genuinely just feel like so, such a pure person that, like, I just am I'm so, so, um yeah, proud that she's, like, a good representation for the trans community. So, yeah, it really breaks my heart. But also... Dylan, we emailed you to come on the show. Please email us back.
0: <laughs> it's like and Caitlyn is arguably part of one of the most influential families like in the entire world. Like they just thinking about everything that could have potentially been done just even through being related to the Kardashians. Like there's so much that could have been done. But unfortunately that's just not what happened and yeah. Yeah. So, Caitlin, this is for you.
1: <laughs> Period. <laughs> yeah. Fuck her. And honestly, fuck. Uh, it just makes me so mad. Fuck all the conservative people that keep saying all these awful things about the trans community, and uh, it just call it just causes hate and it makes people do disgusting things. And so, I guess with that, I want to talk about um, really briefly before we end this episode about the recent shooting at a nightclub in Colorado. Uh, it was an LGBT nightclub that um, uh, happened. I'm not sure what time last night it happened, but as we're recording this, it, it happened last night. And uh, it is obviously another hate crime we are seeing against the LGBT community. Obviously, after this like culture war stuff that's been going on against the trans and LGBT community with the whole anti-trans legislations that have been passing and all this like, uh, all these narratives on TV that trans people or trans women or men, trans uh, trans men are girls that are told that they have to be boys and like all this random shit or drag queens are somehow being weird with kids. And it's just like this whole notion and this these whole like attacks going on on the LGBT community. And it's creating this insanity And these crazy people that are hurting the lgbt community and we saw that happen last night in colorado and it is super heartbreaking and honestly our hearts are with the families that have to deal with the five who unfortunately passed away and i think what was it 19 that were injured
0: yeah and today is also trans day of is it remembrance or visibility
1: uh, it's Remembrance. So, yeah. yeah. So,
0: I mean, it's just kind of a heavy topic to, you know, this is a day where we're supposed to be remembering trans people that had an impact on the community and really helped us get to where we are today. And on that same day, we have a a mass shooting. And obviously, this is a targeted attack. The person that went there knew what kind of club that they were going to and, it's just really sad. I I remember when the Pulse shooting happened and that was sad in itself. That was like at the very beginning of my transition and now this is still happening. So again, it's just like the country that we live in, like, I guess, yeah, on paper, some of us are able to have rights. I mean, people are getting their rights taken away and losing their access to hormones and everything like that. But Not only do we have to worry about, you know, legislature and different policies that are preventing us from really embracing who we are, but we're getting killed. People are getting targeted. People are getting shot. People are getting targeted in hate crimes. And it's just really sad. So we did just kind of want to bring this up. It did happen last night. So this is very new and I, I mean, yeah, our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody that was killed, all the family members, everybody that was injured, and just like the whole community in itself. It's, it's a tough thing to deal with.
1: And uh, I want to say that um, there's this big Twitter account, and uh, I think they're on Facebook too, but they're like notorious for being like the, the breeding ground for a lot of hate. And it's called Libs of TikTok. I don't know if you're familiar with Libs of TikTok, but it's a Twitter account that like essentially makes fun of the LGBT community. And it's been used to, it's been used and popularized by the president. A lot of politicians, even Elon Musk is like interacting with them. There's this huge New York times article that came out identifying who's behind Libs of TikTok because of how much damage they've caused. Um, I don't even think like eight hours after this happened, after the shooting was announced, they posted on their Twitter account. Um, this uh, it was a picture of a bunch of like drag queens and this Instagram post saying, this organization in Colorado teaches kids how to become drag queens and helps kids quote unquote safely experience the art of drag on stage. Colorado State Reps Leslie and Brianna promoted and encouraged this child drag organization and performance. So clearly, with this is with the knowledge that the shooting happened in Colorado, they're still feeding into this anti-LGBT saying, like, this is like a clear statement that these people deserved it. And and just inciting this violence. And it's super disgusting. And um, I just really want to make sure that we know that that account is probably responsible for deaths of so many. And that mentality is definitely responsible for the deaths of so many. And we cannot normalize that. And we've seen what this culture war stuff does and how people reject it, especially during this recent election where a lot of these conservatives lost when they thought they were going to win big. They lost really bad. And because people don't care about other, like, about trans people. And I feel like it's, like, this crazy thing where trans people are like deemed as this devil or gay people are seen as scary. But in reality, these kids are growing up with trans friends, trans cousins, trans family members, like people in their life. And they obviously see that trans people are normal. We're not weird. We aren't this like crazy thing. The LGBT community is normal. And and, um, this notion to keep trying to take our rights away is only gonna harm the community and only lead to events like this. So I find it really disturbing and it breaks my heart.
0: Yeah. It's it's really heavy, especially on like a day like today where we're supposed to be celebrating in a way, but it's now overshadowed and will continue to be overshadowed by a mass shooting that happened. And I I will never understand like there are obviously people that I don't like. There are a lot of ideologies that I don't agree with, but I will never in my life devote an entire Twitter account to talking about these things. And I think the fact that this tweet was posted about, you know, that establishment in Colorado, apparently about teaching kids how to be drag queens and everything that is contributing to the death of people. Like, how do you not feel bad or any sort of remorse whatsoever, knowing that something that you posted about could have been the sole contributor to why five people are now dead. Mm-hmm. Like you hate, you hate the idea of drag queens so badly that you want people in that community to die. That is insane to me.
1: Uh, it's this disease that's just killing um, our community, um, and this this mentality that when we aren't normal, when we've existed since the beginning of time. So I just, I find it super disgusting and I hope that things can change, but I don't think, I don't expect them to. I mean, I think we, we've been hoping since Pulse, we've been hoping since Columbine, we've been hoping since the beginning of these mass shootings, but um, I just hope that something can and hopefully will eventually happen to stop this these hateful acts and especially towards our community. So with that being said, I do want to... Um, end on a happier note and say that um I don't even know (laughs) how to like transition from there but yeah
0: yeah I feel like obviously I we think things are gonna get better and we keep saying that but it's just so hard to keep going and be positive but that's really all we can do so, regardless of everything that's happening, all the people that are trying to tear us down, obviously we're not going anywhere. And all that we can keep doing is just being who we are, being supportive of ourselves and our community and sticking together. And, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if things are going to get better, to be honest, because it seems like every time we see a little bit of progress, there's like 10 other things that happen. But at the end of the day, we're. We're not going to be ashamed of who we are and fuck Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Fuck Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for watching this episode. We appreciate it. And if you want, you can follow us everywhere. Uh, we have an Instagram account. Uh, at grow podcast. Our website's currently down. I'm kind of dealing with some Wix issues that I'm, I'll tell you off camera, but yeah. So, uh, Follow us everywhere. If you want to support us, we have a Patreon. We also have a support feature on Anchor. That is a really great uh, tool to support us if you guys are interested in helping the show out a little bit. But yeah, thanks for everything. We appreciate you guys so much and we'll see you in the next one.
0: Bye. Happy Thanksgiving Bye. if you celebrate it and eat lots of food. It eats lots of turkey. Even though turkey kind of sucks, but like eat it's like, something wild. else. Like have some like pumpkin pie or something.
1: Turkey kind of tastes like what you think Caitlyn Jenner looks like.
0: Yeah, very dry <laughs> and just like not flavorful. You know, so the white Yeah, the white dry ass <laughs> meat. Yeah. All right. I'll see you guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye.